0: Good afternoon Cover 7 family, welcome back to another preview episode that we're going to have here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce Podcast. And guys, it's the final week of the NFL, se- uh, NFL regular season, my bad, not the final week of the NFL season, but the final regular season week here in week 18 as we're going to have some pretty good matchups. We have a Saturday triple header as we have the Chiefs and Raiders, Titans and Jags and Ravens and Bengals. And then on Sunday... We have some pretty big playoff implication games like the Giants and Eagles, Cardinals and 49ers, Rams and Seahawks. And then most notably on Sunday, we're going to have the Lions and Packers. They pretty much win and you're almost going to be able to make it into the playoffs. Now, for the Lions and Seahawks, it's a little bit different because they need the Packers to lose. The Lions need the Seahawks to lose and they need a win. A little bit complicated. We'll try and dive into that a little bit later. But guys, make sure that y'all have whatever you need to sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Because this should be a good one. Our final week of regular season football. A lot of teams, just their final season to be able to get a, or final game to get a paycheck pretty much. And also improve their draft pick position. So guys, before we do start today's episode, I want to ask y'all if you're feeling a little bit generous. You know, still kind of the season of giving. Anchor.fm has a monthly supportive program, which is either 99 cents a month, 4.99 a month, or 9.99 a month, and it just simply allows me to be able to financially better take, you know, better take care of the podcast, give y'all better quality. You know, it's kind of some. Um, Quality of life things that truly will help me continue to better the podcast for you guys to continue to get these episodes out because I love doing what I'm doing right now and I definitely look forward to being able to do it in the future. And you know, y'all being able to do that truly would help me out a ton. So, guys, it's not required or expected. I truly thank y'all so much for all that y'all are doing. I mean, it truly means the world to me and I look forward to being able to continue to do this. So, guys, I don't want to waste y'all's time, don't want to waste my time either. So, let's get right into today's episode and to kick it off here in week 18. We don't have any Thursday night games, which I think is kind of you know interesting because normally we always have Thursday night. But we're going to go out to Saturday as we actually have a Saturday triple header And the first game that we're going to have on Saturday. If everything is still playing because, unfortunately, the Monday night game between the um, Bengals and Bills got um, postponed and suspended due to DeMar Hamlin, unfortunately, going down with that scary injury. So I'm guessing this game is going to be the first one that's going to be played because it's still to be determined. So I don't know. If it'll still be played, but for the sake of today's episode, I'm going to say that it's going to be played. So we're going to have this, I'm guessing, as our noon game, so like 12, 30, 12. But anyway, we're going to have the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cincinnati Bengals up in Cincinnati. And obviously, the thought of the previous game is still going to be in the back of the heads of the Bengal players because, I mean, seeing something like that, you kind of never can really get out of your head necessarily. And I think it'll still impact them a little bit in this game, but I think they'll get back to business. Obviously with the, with the Baltimore Ravens, you know, you lost on Sunday night football against Kenny Pickett and the Steelers on literally I think it was about less than a minute left, Kenny Pickett connected with Najee Harris in the end zone and then Tyler Huntley would throw the game-ending interception. So the Ravens continue to still struggle on offense without Lamar Jackson and now they're going on the road against their in-division rival, the Cincinnati Bengals, who I think are going to be still fired up because I mean, regardless they weren't able to play you know, in last week's game, which, I mean, obviously nobody expected them to play, and I'm glad that they didn't. But I think the Bengals, they're, they're, they're going to be kind of ready to get back to the football field a little bit. So I'm going to pick the Bengals in this game over the Ravens simply for the fact that, I mean, the Ravens still, I mean, I think the Ravens are still probably going to end up getting into the playoffs, but still they need a win. And But for the Bengals, want to be able to continue to improve your seed, and definitely with a win over the Ravens would do exactly that. Now for our next game, which is going to be our middle middle day game, we have at three thirty p.m. central time on ESPN. And this is this is when it's going to kick off all of our um, ESPN games. So we we'll have a double header on ESPN for our middle of the day game and then Saturday night game. But anyway, the first one we're going to have is going to be between Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs taking on Jarrett Stidham and the Las Vegas Raiders. Now. For the Chiefs, you're coming, off a little, you're coming off a little bit of a close win against the Denver Broncos last week, which obviously the Broncos were fresh off the firing and then Daniel Hackett. Um, Russell Wilson actually started to kind of look a lot more like Russell Wilson on the road last week against the Chiefs at Arrowhead. So kind of one of the scenes where it's like, whoa, 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 whoa what happened? And I don't think it's nothing to be concerned about because the Chiefs probably expected that game to be a win regardless because no no offense If you've seen how the Broncos have played this entire season, you probably would be in the same boat as the Chiefs. But let their guard down a little bit. Patrick Mahomes still played pretty good. I still think probably he'll end up winning the MVP. Now, do I think he should? I definitely think he should be top two. But I think Jalen Hurts still should be able to edge him out a little bit due to the fact of what he's been able to do with the Eagles this year. But regardless, we're not talking MVP. We're talking this game. And between the Raiders and Chiefs, the Raiders who decided to bench Derek Carr for the rest of the season to preserve his health for what's going to likely end up being a trade at the end of the season. <laughs> you know, they start Jared Stidham in that game against the um against the 49ers at home last week. And boy, I mean, he, he played good. You know, this this is only the second time this season that the 49ers defense has allowed a quarterback to have three passing touchdowns against them. And who was the other guy that did that? Patrick Mahomes early on in the season. So. Jared Stidham didn't look that bad. Him and Devontae Adams were connecting pretty well, and despite a loss, they still looked pretty good. So I think the Chiefs might have their hands full a little bit now that Derek Carr won't be the starting quarterback. But I still think the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. They're still going to find a way to pull it out. So obviously, I'm going to go with my gut instinct, and I think what a lot of us are thinking, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, y'all, for our final game on Saturday that we do have, which is going to be our nighttime game at 7.15 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. We have the Jackson, or yeah, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Josh Dobbs now-led Tennessee Titans. And for Tennessee, they're statistically still not out of this game because with the win, I think they'll be able to. I think they'll be able to push into first. I think I want to say I. I don't have the playoff met like remembered and mesmerized in my head, so I'm trying to think think off the top of my head. But I know the Titans; they need a win in this game. And they're going up against the Jacksonville Jaguar team who's coming off a week last week against the Titans in which their defense was absolutely phenomenal. The offense, you saw Travis Etienne have his fifth 100-yard rushing game of the season. So this is is not going to be an easy task for the Titans whatsoever. Now, I don't think Derrick Henry's playing in this game, obviously. You know, they have Josh Dobbs now. They're still extremely banged up. So in this game between the Jaguars and Titans, especially with it being down in Jacksonville. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have, I would say, a field day against this Titans secondary considering how banged up and you know just young they are in general. And then also Travis Etienne, I think he'll have himself a pretty solid game as well. And then the defense of the Jaguars, which continues to steadily improve you know, each week, I think they're only going to get better in this game. So give me the Jaguars over the Tennessee Titans as the Jaguars will finally get back into the playoffs since the last time they were in, able to get into the playoffs was back when Blake Bortles was their starting quarterback and they made it to the AFC Championship game against the New England Patriots, who at the time were led by Tom Brady. So anyways, y'all, let's head now down to Sunday, which is our main slate of games. And also just a thing to kind of remember, we do not have a Monday night game. So this will be our final day of games that we're going to have here in week 18. So our final day of the regular season for the entire 2022 season. So anyway, they kick it off in our noon slate, as you all know, we normally do. 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. We have Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have already clinched the number 4 seed in the NFC with their win last week against the Panthers. They officially have taken over the NFC South. So they're going to be going to the playoffs. They're going to be hosting a wild card game. So this game really is kind of pointless for them as they're going to be going on the road and taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Now, if I'm the, if I'm the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which this game has no meaning whatsoever, and also to say you lose this game, you also kind of improve your draft start or draft pick a little bit I think. I don't think it'll do much but you're still are able to improve a little bit. You're going on the road against Atlanta a game in which is pretty much going to be a rest week a bye week. I don't think they're going to play a lot of their starters and I think for Atlanta I don't think they're going to want to win this game because they want as, bet, bet, as good of a draft pick as they can. So I'm kind of torn between should I pick the Buccaneers or the Falcons because both teams in this situation just It really doesn't do them any good to win because for the Buccaneers, you already clinched your spot in the playoffs. And then for the Falcons, you just want a better draft pick. So in this game, I'm going to say the Buccaneers somehow win this because I don't know if they're necessarily sitting everybody. I think they'll still have some starters playing. But regardless, I think the Buccaneers should be able to get the win against the Falcons. So give me the Buccaneers to beat the Atlanta Falcons. Now, y'all, in our next game, and a game that I really don't know if it's going to be played at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS, we have Mac Jones, the New England Patriots, going up to Buffalo and taking on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Now, this game I full-heartedly probably think will not get played when it's supposed to because of you know the unfortunate, the unfortunate tra- tragedy that did happen on Monday Night Football with Demar Hamlin. So. I'm going to say we're not really going to talk about this game because I don't think it's going to be played right this second on Sunday. I think it will probably be played, if anything, at a later time or just not played at all. So if it does get played, my apologies. I probably am going to pick the Bills regardless. But still, we're just not really going to dive into this game because I just don't think it's going to end up getting played. So anyway, we're, we'll so we're go going, we're on going to our next game. As at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. We have the Minnesota Vikings going out to Soldier Field and taking on the Chicago Bears. This is a game in which the Vikings, who got absolutely embarrassed last week on the road against Green Bay, they want to at least end the regular season on a bright note. And, I mean, how could it get any easier for you as now you're on the road going up against a Chicago Bear team, which got blown out last week on the road against the Detroit Lions. So... Both of these teams are kind of in the same boat right now in terms of how last week went. But I think the Vikings, they're too damn talented to be in the position they were in last week. I mean, really, you should not be getting blown out necessarily. Now, obviously, it's a little bit different for the Vikings because they've already clinched a playoff spot. And, I mean, to be frank, they really don't have anything to play for. Kind of similar to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in an instance because they've already established themselves. It's probably going to end up being, you know, the number two seed, I think. Number two or three, depending on how the Cowboys do. So, In this game between the Vikings and Bears, I think Kirk Cousins is going to finally be able to get back to playing solid. Justin Jefferson, who only had one reception last week against the Packers, he definitely should have a good game against the Bears. So give me the Vikings over the Chicago Bears. Now, y'all, for our next game here on our noon slate at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS, we have the Houston Texans taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, man, what a barn burner of a game this is going to be. Uh, you got the Indianapolis Colts who finally have pulled the trigger off of Nick Foles as Nick Foles in his past two games has thrown four interceptions. So not really a good good two starts for you know the former Super Bowl MVP. So now they're going with Sam Ellinger, a quarterback in which they probably should have stuck it out with or just stuck it out with Matt Ryan for the rest of the season. But they're taking on a Houston Texans team, which, to be frank, could not have looked really any worse last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, in this game, that's just really about draft pick position. I think the Texans are going to do everything in their power to make sure they don't win this game, so they get, so that they can, they can, they can secure, if I can actually talk properly, so that they can secure the number one pick in this upcoming year's draft. So, give me the Indianapolis Colts over the Houston Texans. Now, y'all, for our next game that we're going to have, and this is another game that really has no playoff implications necessarily, because both of these teams are likely not going to make it. At 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox, we have the New York Jets, who I think Mike White will still be starting in this game for the Jets, which the Jets, they're already eliminated, so there's no chance of them even making it, which kind of also implicates the fact that they're probably going to want to get a better draft pick. They're going on the road down in Miami and taking on the Miami Dolphins, who... I think I think I don't think they're officially eliminated, but definitely are pretty much borderline with one team winning a game. They're going to be out of the playoffs. So both of these teams, in reality, are playing for a draft pick. And I think in this game, with um, Tua Tagovailoa likely not playing due to the fact that he's suffered at least three concussions so far this season, they're probably going to go with Teddy Bridgewater once again or Skylar Thompson, either one of those guys. Um, and then for the New York Jets... I think they're still going to play a lot of their starters regardless. Sauce Gardner is still a pretty good player. Obviously going to end up probably being the defensive rookie of the year in my opinion due to the fact that, well, he made the Pro Bowl as a rookie corner. People are already giving him comparisons to the to the former New York Jets legend Darrell Revis. But um, in this game between the Jets and Dolphins, it's going to be pretty close because, once again, both the teams aren't really playing for much. But I'm going to go with the um, New York Jets. I think the Jets, who have kind of been on a losing skid here recently, last week went on the road and pretty much got shut out by the Seahawks. I think they're going to want to come back, and I think they'll be able to do it against the Miami Dolphins team, which right now is just completely deflated, especially after that loss last week on the road in New England. So our next game that we do have is we only have this game and one more after that in our noon slate. At 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the New Orleans Saints. Now, this is another instance of both of these teams already eliminated because the Bucks won last week against the Panthers, who are also mentioned in this game. But for the Panthers... You're starting to see Sam Darnold start to kind of steadily improve you know, quarterback play-wise. He was able to throw the football pretty good outside of one interception, had three touchdown passes, over 200 yards passing. The run game, which definitely got crushed a little bit by Tampa Bay's defense, which was kind of the, one of the main reasons why they were not able probably to win that game against the Buccaneers. They're taking on now a Saints team who was able to go on the road last week up in Philly and spoil you know the the Eagles pretty much almost solidifying the number one seed in the NFC being able to get a great defensive performance against that Eagles offense who I think should have Jalen Hurts back this week we'll talk about that a little bit later but um anyway in this game between the Panthers and Saints I know that I know the Saints are favored and rightfully so but I think definitely the Panthers. You know a lot of these guys are going to be fighting just to keep their jobs and positions, especially Sam Darnold, Deontay Foreman, and those guys, which potentially could get a new contract or whatever by a different team. So in this game between the Panthers and Saints, I'm going to personally go with the Carolina Panthers. Now, y'all, for our next game and our final game that we have here in our um here in our noon slated games, at 12 p.m. At Central Time on CBS, we have a old school AFC North rivalry, which. Doesn't really have as many implications outside of it for the Steelers as we have Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns taking on Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And whoa, for Mike Tomlin, even if you don't make the playoffs with the win here today, you can officially, you know, keep that uh, win streak or that uh, above 500 or at 500, pretty much not having a losing losing season at all during his coaching career. So he can continue to keep that streak alive with a win against the Browns. And potentially even get themselves into the playoffs if a couple other little, a couple other little um, what's the what's the word I'm trying to think of? I mean, obviously y'all are probably like just say it, but a couple other different uh, situations happen. A couple other different situa- situations happen that could put the Steelers in the playoffs. But I think seriously, I mean, the Steelers at home—it's a, it's a tough team to beat, especially playing there at Akershire Stadium, which just feels so weird to say instead of Heinz Stadium, but I'm um, Heinz Field. But um, anyway, in this game between the Steelers and Browns, I think the Browns probably going to want to get a better draft pick, which is kind of funny to say that because they don't have a draft pick, so I should not have said that. I reversed that statement. I think the Browns are going to want at least see what they have going into the 2023 season, see if they definitely should hold on to Amari Cooper. They already gave Nick Chubb that contract extension uh, last year. So, I mean, hey, if you're the Cleveland Browns, at least in the season, on a decent note, be able to finish the year 8-9, and nine, which is a lot better than what it could have been. And then for the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, you need to win this game if you want to have any chance at making it into the playoffs. And I think the Steelers definitely have that in the back of their mind. I think their defense is definitely going to dominate Deshaun Watson and the Browns' offense in this game. So, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Cleveland Browns. Now, y'all, we only have a few more games to talk about. We have about five more. But the next game I want to talk about to kick us off in our late slate games at 3.25 p.m. Central Time on CBS, we have Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers going out to Denver to take on Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. And, you know, for the Broncos, obviously one of the most disappointing seasons I think we've ever seen in NFL history, considering all the hype they had after they made the trade for Russell Wilson, you know, this new revamped offense with, you know, offensive mastermind Nathaniel Hackett who came over. From Green Bay after being the offensive coordinator for um, Aaron Rodgers these past few seasons, which all completely went to be a dumpster fire. Nathaniel Hackett gets fired before his first season is even over with. And Russell Wilson has struggled immensely. The offense has struggled immensely, but the defense has still been pretty good considering all things. The defense has been pretty solid. But they're going up against the Los Angeles Chargers, who are coming off a great performance last week against the L.A. Rams, who, if you remember on Christmas Day, the Rams put up 51 points over the Los, uh, over the Denver Broncos, not the Los Angeles Chargers, over the Denver Broncos. So the Broncos, I mean, realistically, they're going to want to play spoiler to the Seahawks because the Seahawks hold their first-round pick in this upcoming year's draft, which, if the Broncos lose another game, it's pretty much going to be a solidified top-10 or top five pick. So I think that'll be in the back of the mind of the Broncos just to simply kind of spoil that. But I think the Chargers with Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler and all of them, I think they're still going to want to be able to finish the year up on a good note. And also, too, I don't remember exactly if the Chargers are already guaranteed to get in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure they will, but still, I think they're going to just want to be able to win this game. And I think talent wise, they should be able to win this game. So give me the Chargers over the Denver Broncos. Now, y'all, for our next game at 3.25 p.m. Central Time on CBS, we have Daniel Jones at the New York Giants, who officially have clinched the playoffs for the first time since 2016 with a win last week over – um. I can't even think. Who did they play last week? Hold up. Give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. Let me see who they played last week because I completely forgot – The Indianapolis Colts, they blew out the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know why that took me forever to remember. They were able to, I remember their defense absolutely just shut down Nick Foles. Landon Collins had that pick six against them. Daniel Jones also looked amazing, had two rushing touchdowns, led the team in rushing yards, also was on top, throwing the football as well. So the Giants' offense looked really good last week against the Colts, and now they're going on the road in hostile territory, and one of the most bitter rivalries you'll have in all of football is they're going to be taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, who are expected to have Jalen Hurts back this week. Now, if you're the Eagles, I would not bring them back due to the fact that you're still going to end up probably being the number one seed, but still obviously having the Vikings and Cowboys breathing down your neck, still something to kind of be a little bit concerned about because, hey, you do not want you know, the Cowboys even have a chance to win the NFC East. So in this game, I'm going to go with the Eagles because, I mean, rightfully they want to be able to claim themselves as the number one seed and also be able to just outright win the NFC East. Now, y'all, for our next game, and since we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys, at 325 p.m. Central Time on Fox, we have the Cowboys going up to Washington and taking on the Washington Commanders. Now, the Commanders pretty much and pretty much screwed themselves in the aspect of They decided to bench Taylor Heineke in favor of Carson Wentz. And I understand Taylor Heineke may not be the most efficient quarterback and the most flashy quarterback or whatever you want to have it. But to think Carson Wentz was going to perform any better than Taylor Heineke, you were sadly mistaken. Last week, He threw three interceptions against the Browns. Pretty much costed them that game. A game in which they needed to win if they wanted to get into the playoffs. And then officially had eliminated themselves because the Packers were able to win against the Minnesota Vikings. So Washington shot themselves in the foot and are out of the playoffs. And pretty much this game has no meaning for them outside of draft pick position. And then for the Dallas Cowboys... You know they've already pretty much stated they're not you know, they're not sitting any of their starters because they want to be able to potentially set themselves up in the best seat possible. And this is definitely a game that they can easily do that. These past few years, when they play up in Washington, they've pretty much almost won every single game. So in this game between the Cowboys and Commanders, I think the Cowboys defense is going to have a field day with Carson Wentz. So give me the Cowboys over the Washington Commanders. Now, y'all, we have two more um, late slate games. But the next the next one I want to talk about at 3:25 p.m. Central Time on Fox, we have the now I, th- I want to say it's still going to be uh, David Ball. So we're not we're not going to have the David Ball-led Arizona Cardinals taking on the Brock Purdy-led San Francisco 49ers. And I don't even really want to break this day, this game down because I think we've talked too much about this, the Arizona Cardinals and how disappointing they've been this season, which. Rightfully, so Kyler Murray tears his ACL against the New England Patriots ever since that point it has been a complete failure But even before then still was a failure. The defense has been horrendously bad the offense Hasn't been able to keep up with a lot of teams this season and just the fact that adding on injuries and everything like that This also which is kind of sad to say this will also be JJ Watts final game as an NFL player and just as a football player in general So that's kind of sad to see but I mean the San Francisco 49ers defense is pretty much only probably gonna allow, I'd say, a field goal or a touchdown at most in this game. Because the 49ers, they're also in the same boat as, oh well, yeah, they've already clinched the spot in the playoffs. But I mean, hey, if there's any way for them to improve their seeding, they're gonna do that like any other team would. And going up against this weak Arizona Cardinals team, I think they could start all. I think they could bench all of their starters and all the backups. Could, backups could come in, and they would still win this game. So give me the San Francisco 49ers over the Arizona Cardinals. Now y'all for our final final late game that we're going to have here in the regular season in 2022. We have the LA Rams taking on the Seattle Seahawks and oh for the Seahawks, man, y'all just y'all y'all keep taking dubs. This year. I mean y'all have taken so many W's this year. Y'all have taken some L's too, but so many W's. You traded Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick for two first round picks, two second round picks. You got your starting tight end Noah Fant You got Shelby Harris, and you also got your backup in Drew Locke, who potentially could be, if developed properly, the quarterback for y'all, at least for a few years. So I'd say the Seahawks have been doing pretty good. They also currently have Geno Smith, who I think should definitely win comeback player of the year, considering that he's literally totaled his his five years in New York and like touchdown passes has totaled that amount just in this season alone with the Seahawks so I would say they've been pretty good and they're going up against a Rams team who only was able to get 10 points last week against the Los Angeles Chargers which was pretty much a home game for them because the Rams and Chargers we all know share SoFi Stadium but regardless you never know what you're going to get out of Baker Mayfield and the Rams but I don't think they're really going to do that much especially on the road up in Seattle so Giving the Seattle Seahawks to win this game, as this is a must-win for them because they need to win this game. I think they also need the Packers to lose because if the Packers lose to the Detroit, that pretty much sets the um, that sets the Seahawks right up into the final wild card spot. So a lot of implications are going to be going down, going down here in this game, but even more in the next game and final game that we're going to talk about here on Sunday Night Football as we have Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers who are coming off an amazing win last week against the Minnesota Vikings, literally held that offense to pretty much nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing. Rushing yards were under 50. Justin Jefferson only had 15 receiving yards. Kirk, Kirk Cousins looked absolutely horrendous through three interceptions, one of those being a pick to Darnell Savage. But now they're going up against a little bit of a more, I guess you could say, hot team right now in the Detroit Lions, while both these teams sit at 8-8 eight and eight and pretty much... For the Packers, you control your own destiny. You win this game, you get into the playoffs. They're playing at Lambeau Field, which is what I think is going to be a little bit more tough for the Lions. Now say if it was up in I'll say if it was up in Ford Field, would be a little bit of a different story. Because, I mean, well, to be frank, it's an indoor stadium. You don't have all the you don't have Mother Nature currently y'all you know, absolutely freezing you to death. But playing at Lambeau, the Packers are adjusted to that. You know, that's that's their environment. You're going into their environment where obviously Definitely a hostile situation, too. And this also is a rivalry game as well. So this just adds to to what should be a really fun and entertaining Sunday night football game to wrap up the regular season. So in this game between the Packers and Lions, I think Aaron Rodgers gets the job done. I think the defense of the Packers, which has been getting healthier and healthier each week, I think they're going to really be able to click in this game against Jared Goff and the Lions. So give me Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers as they will clinch their ticket into the playoffs with a win against the Detroit Lions. So, guys, that wraps up our regular season. That's it. I mean, we're we're officially now wrapped up with the 2022 NFL regular season. Playoffs will be coming here sooner than later. We'll have that wild card preview coming out next week when the um whenever the wild card games get announced fully. But guys, thank you so much for all your support once again. I hope y'all did enjoy today's episode. Please make sure you do stick around on Tuesday as we always drop our NFL week recaps from the week previous. Cause I mean, this game, this week definitely should be entertaining. And once again, please make sure you continue to keep Damar Hamlin and his family and friends and teammates in your prayers too, as he continues to battle through what he's going through right now. Now, as of right now, he's still in critical condition. So hopefully, everything goes okay. If you do believe in the power of prayers, please continue to pray for him. And I mean, it's truly just a sad situation. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for all that y'all do. I can't wait to, you know, can't wait to see y'all back here on. Um, Tuesday as we recap all of these games, but also remember on Saturday, the college football national championship game preview will be coming out at 12 p.m. Central Time, so stay tuned for that, so guys, anyway, hope you have a great weekend, hope you all watch plenty of NFL football, and also watch the national championship game, and I will see you all here soon, peace.